Hello everyone, welcome back to the Everything is Tyne podcast. My name is Jeremy. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, Ruby had a family emergency and therefore um, we didn't have time to film a full new podcast for you. But since we didn't really want to put out nothing, um, we did have a conversation in the vault that we thought was amusing, but we didn't really know what context to sort of um, put it out in. But we figured, uh, why not put it out now? And hopefully I'll, we'll find it uh, amusing. Uh, we did. <laughs> Whatever that's worth. It's rather chaotic, so um, fair warning. <laughs> but that's probably on brand at this point. Uh, so there'll be no new movie review or book segment in this. Um, but at the end, I will give you all sort of a glimpse into what we're reviewing for next week. That way y'all can watch it beforehand and then in real time sort of see if you agree with our analysis and our review. So yeah, that is sort of the compromise we came to. Hopefully y'all will enjoy it. So here is the uh, conversation from the vault. Thanks. Uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Everything is Tyne podcast. My name is Jeremy. My name is Ruby. Today, we are just going to jump into a more random topic. I won't say a random topic because it's something that is based on an event that happened to me very recently. Just regarding weather in Texas, I know in general, weather is viewed as a conversation that you kind of have casually with people that you don't know very well. I think that's true for most people. I'm not sure if that's true for the state of Texas. So what happened to me recently is I was getting up for work and working remotely and I was sitting down and I, I just like, you know, the wind is just like really loud today. I'm like, you know, that, that's just kind of weird. Maybe, maybe I'm just imagining things, you know, because I, I don't have a, an encompassing idea of how loud the wind is at all times. And then it just kept getting louder and louder. I'm like, this is kind of strange. And so I walk over to the window. It had blown the glass window, the wind in Texas, out of the frame of the window because the wind was blowing so hard. And if that isn't a perfect analogy for living in Texas and just being a beacon to every freaking thing it throws at you, I don't know what else is. And sometimes like you can't trust the forecasts here in Texas. Like at least I don't. Like I'll watch oh. them and it'll be like, oh, a suggestion. <laughs> Maybe that'll happen. Right? Definitely, yeah. You don't know till you step outside. Even then it's like, it's really humid today. It's like 80 degrees, but then it's just like raining. I, it's to the point now where I don't even tune in to like local weather stations or like the local news that gives me weather because it's not that it's useless, but it's kind of like, well, you're going to give me what it might be, but I'm just going to prepare as if everything is going to go wrong. <laughs> exactly. And it's really annoying. Is it like you never know like what fit to wear, right? Maybe this is like oh, yes. problem. This is such a thing but for like, me. Like I just never know of my I don't know. plethora I'm of wearing, outfits. Like, of my plethora of outfits, which one to wear? I mean, it's just a normal thing, right? Sarcasm for the people listening. I mean, I'm wearing like a dress, you know, because like our high school had like, what was it? Not same. business casual, but like kind of the same thing, right? I'm also wearing a dress. Yeah. So, so basically what Jeremy's saying, it's like, we're going to class in like dresses, right? But then it starts like pouring, even though it said it was gonna be like 80 degrees outside. What are you gonna do? You know, just bring I mean, an umbrella, always have a jacket with you. 
wear rain boots, I guess. I mean, but that's also questionable because there's nothing worse, let me tell you, than wearing <laughs> rain boots on a day. <laughs> I think it's going to rain. And then it doesn't rain and you're stuck in rain boots all day because you can't go back and change your shoes. I just, yeah. You don't feel fashionable in rain boots? That was boots? a tangent, but no, rain boots are fashionable. They're just really hard to walk in sometimes. I'm like, do I want to walk up five to stairs with the rain boots in when it's not even <laughs> raining outside? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I think yeah. this is a perfect example of why it's sisterhood of the traveling pants, right? And not dresses. Because, you know. They're more versatile with Texas pants weather. Pants are so versatile. <laughs> They're perfect for every occasion, except when it's 115 degrees in Texas and they're melting into your Ooh. skin at that point. That That is, that's a whole other thing. We, we're talking about sort of like weather, but also temperature is a very um, relative thing and can change at the drop of a hat. Yeah. I, just to paint a picture, right? One summer we had several days of just straight 115 degree weather in the mm-hmm. summer. Very hot in Texas here for those of you who aren't from Texas. It was so hot that like one of our water parks, right? They were dumping ice into the pools at this water park because it was so hot and there were so many people at this water park. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's how hot it gets in Texas. Yeah. Just dumping ice into it. <laughs> it's a weird predicament also because I think in more tropical kind of environments, you can have more consistent weather. Texas is kind of irritating because it's like you don't really get the benefit of of anything. So like the hot days are like horrible and then the cold days can be horrible. So it's not like you really get the benefit of either either or like you would in some right. places. Exactly. And to take it a step further, right? So like, let's say it's like a hundred something outside. So you're not wearing, but you still have to take a jacket with you, right? Because say you're a college student, right? Let me tell you, I'm not kidding when I say every single building on campus is going to be like five degrees because they have their AC just like blasting because it's so hot outside. So the minute you step into a building, it's just like automatically freezing. So then you need a jacket, but then leave and it's like 90 degrees outside. That is true. I think we can also talk about how seasons other than winter and um, summer just like aren't a thing here. Yeah, I wish fall was more of a thing here, honestly. And same thing with spring. I think I dread it more in the spring because the heat comes like super soon. And except for the snow, right? I think that's the one climate where like none of us are prepared for because it normally doesn't get that bad. If anything, have ice. So when it comes to snow, it's like, let me wear 10 layers so maybe there is a reason to have a super heavy coat because of how cold it gets but no one really that i know has them i don't know about you no i have fake ones so ones that look (laughs) like they're super heavy and they look really nice with all the fashion that like the nice heavy ones are all the fashion oh my god okay all the fashion (laughs) but like so so is, is like your epitome of fashion just like a heavy coat that looks heavy and then rain boots and then you're just there Ready for the world? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you know, like the trench coats and like the, like those that they wear kind of like up in like New England and stuff. It's like a fashion mm-hmm. statement, but when they wear it, it's an actual coat for the winter. But mm-hmm. here, all we have is like fake ones that you can get because the weather's just not right. cold enough. Then when it does snow, like the freak blizzard that happened in February, it's like, well, now I'm just going to have to pile up as many clothes as I can to get it equivalent to that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my, my system during that time was just like, how many hoodies do I have? I'll just layer all of them. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, Texans were not happy with past blizzard. I, I will say, though, I think everyone was kind of excited for the notion of like, oh, it's going to snow. It never snows. But then when it got here, it was like, oh, snow. Maybe that's part of the reason why we were so confused with what happened in February. We're, we're normally thinking about how weather and expected to change instantaneously here in Texas. It's like, oh, it snowed. Don't worry. Give it three and a half minutes. It'll be 95 outside. It'll be melting. Right. I mean, the snow will basically evaporate. Give it, you know, 12 hours. Uh, but then it just didn't go away, which was like a, a, a weird thing for us, I think. The only thing we're normally consistent on is like ridiculous heat in the summer. That we can expect. But about everything else, we expect changes. Exactly. So when that didn't change, it was like, oh my gosh, the twilight zone, you know? Oh my gosh. That really is a Texas themed twilight zone. Just snow. Frost, frosty, <laughs> yeah. the, frosty the snowman is a Texas twilight zone episode. Changed my mind. Try to. I mean, I'll have to understand it first, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it. picturing it in my it. head. Think about it. If Frosty the snow, outside the fact that there'd be a walking snowman which is has its own set of problems frosty the snowman is a texas nightmare the snow is around for a long time in that movie so jeremy is saying is that frosty the snowman is not welcome in texas (laughs) our borders are closed to him (laughs) jeremy's like keep him out of texas really yeah the the whole like build the wall campaign only build the wall for frosty we just got to keep frosty out (laughs) exactly Wait, I know this is a tangent, but I, I, I'm just picturing like all the public action commercials and campaigns, like anti-frosty ones. <laughs> They're like, he's corrupting our children with song and snow. We must keep him out of our, <laughs> our state. Like, oh. we don't want snow. Frosty's got to go. Just protest everywhere. That, that's great. Yeah, there. Yeah, you 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 wrote the slogan. Now we got to go with it. Exactly. The the yeah, merch will be out very soon. On our frosty initiative. <laughs> 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 Because we're in Texas, people will think that we're talking about the Wendy's Frosties. They won't. They won't know the that we're talking that about. That is Frosties. true. Wendy's is going to have to change the name. Us change our name because of Wendy's, and then no, no, Wendy's needs to change because of us. Obviously. Obviously, but they can't have Blizzard because that's already Dairy Queens. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it's just weird. I don't know. I thought we would talk about it a little bit. Do you have any other stories that you can think of about like weird things that happened to you with regards to weather in Texas? There's not a lot you can do, quite honestly. You just have to hope that you're prepared for any type of weather and you're wearing the right things and that's all you can really do. Yeah, you, you have to accept that you're a victim of the system going into it with the weather here in Texas. And then once you accept that, you can live life to the best of your ability in the state. I don't know, The only the, one of the things that comes to mind for me is just like in the past year because of the pandemic and everything, I've been going on a lot of walks and runs and there was one day... I kid you not, like blue sky, beautiful. And then there's just like one angry cloud. And you bet that I got rained on the entire hour and a half when I was out there. Meanwhile, it's perfect everywhere else. So I don't know if that's as much Texas or just the universe coming into play again. Yeah, that sounds very much like a universe thing. Like the image in my head of like just a rain cloud being over you (laughs) sounds very much like something that would be like the universe. Um, Yeah, the universe is just not our friend all the time. I I mean, I don't know if it's not our friend. I mean, maybe it is our friend. It just like is very much amused. Yeah, you know, people are probably gonna think we're crazy when they hear this. They're gonna be like, why are they talking about the universe if it was a person? like well the universe is a person though 
The universe is that alien, the sassy one from Plan 9 from Outer Space. Right. If you haven't heard our podcast episode on that, go listen to that because it probably doesn't make any sense to you right now. But imagining that that's what's happened and all of our like weird experiences, like that was the force that was like (laughs) moving us along. It kind of sends, but... It does kind of send. It makes it less ominous too. It didn't feel less ominous, but okay. Maybe I'll have to picture it like that for now. How does an an alien in a sparkly blouse that's sassy not make it less ominous for you? Like what it do what do we does, I just like, what do we okay, need to add to I make you feel more okay about it? No, no, I'm saying that like in the moment, being in those situations, it didn't like. I don't think we picturing it like that would probably make it feel any better in the moment. Oh no, not in the moment. I'm saying in retrospect. <laughs> no, in retrospect, absolutely. But in the moment, I don't think me sitting there being like, "Yeah, this is all just a sparkly alien," makes it any better. <laughs> that is kind of interesting. I know maybe that does sound a little bit crazy, right? And sort of taking that that's our version of a conspiracy theory by the way the only one that we we, really did, we explained to. we we explained absolutely nothing jeremy we were just like the universe and then an alien like we didn't really <sighs> go into enough to be like this is a what theory did we just present them with you're like it's a conspiracy theory what did we say we were just like an alien is the universe <laughs> that's our conspiracy that's, that's our theory <laughs> Universe is Alien. Buy our book very soon. It's coming up. Yeah, we're, we're trying to find people to play us in the movie. So if you have any recommendations, write in. <laughs> oh gosh, maybe we could just have all like felt actors, like little puppets made of felt. No, why would we want that? Save money on cost of the movie. So who's putting on this production? Like, is it just us with like <laughs> felt I think it's just us with... Let me tell you, I'm not doing that. That's a project that I don't think we're doing, you know? <laughs> I'm not hopping on. on board for that one. Just picture, like, we, we get a singular table, right, with a front, <laughs> put a camera towards it, and just get some felt puppets, and, and we tell a story. Yeah, maybe we would be better at acting if it was, like, through felt puppets, you know? That's true. <laughs> I mean... I mean in a way, I can see us both being like the Angelina Jolie of felt. I'm not sure I want that on like a resume of things that I've done. Just like, oh yeah, this, this, and this. Also, I made a felt film. A felt film. <laughs> felt. They're a like, triple, what is triple, that, man? No, no, like, a triple F. A felt feature film. Throwing it out there. I mean kind of catchy but can you imagine if you just walked up to someone you're like have you seen my triple f and they're just like what is that I'm like, about to be tri- um yeah. i think i'm gonna be off board for that one but but you've already been signed up you're, you're already a producer with me that's just not oh is it one of those late. situations where you signed signed me up without my permission i mean the forms are already in like it's too right. late i should have known they were already submitted to the sassy alien in the sky. I mean, it's too late. I can just see myself getting a letter. They're like, congratulations. Thank you for agreeing to make this film. I'm like, oh, Jeremy, it's like, <laughs> signed me up for this. I already know who it is. How did we get off on this tangent? We were talking about like Texas weather. I don't know. And then that. we somehow went to felt film presentation. <laughs> I just think all roads lead to felt films. Do they? That's depressing, though. I mean, who needs veggie tails when we have felt? Don't come for veggie tails. Like, I may not have seen it that often growing up, but like, <laughs> it's very popular. Like pre World War One. Oh my gosh! 
Should we talk? I mean, As maybe, Amazon Prime claims it is, apparently. Yeah, this is another tangent. But if y'all weren't aware, we have some pre-World War II VeggieTale films that are out there on Amazon Prime. I assume they're silent veggie films. It's very unclear as to how it's possible. Someone with a dream was like, oh yeah, you know what we need? Vegetables, <laughs> just telling Bible stories, but also like for a very long time that, you know, that would like be a very, very impressive like resume of things they've done throughout. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. So a felt movie is just like, no, it can't be on a resume, but silent veggies, absolutely. <laughs> it has a legacy, Jeremy. Okay, we haven't built a legacy for felt films yet. VeggieTales has a fandom. I'm sure they have a fandom. I love how you walked that back. You're like, they have a fandom. I'm sure they have a fandom. I don't know. I'm sure they do. Were you not a fan of VeggieTales growing up? I never I was, watched them, so I don't know. I was know, forced but... to. They, they, they always played them in like like daycare and like elementary school. They had VeggieTale VHS tapes. So how many times have I, I seen Jonah that. in the body of a whale do musical numbers as a vegetable? A hundred. We always watched Clifford, which if you <laughs> didn't know, was getting its own live action remake. Please no. Please no. Um, I, I think I have to show you I don't, what I don't it even, looks wait, like, uh, the new Clifford looks like, right? I don't let even want to I don't want to know. I don't want to know how they're going to somehow CGI in like a hundred foot red dog. It can't be good. It just can't be okay. good. Okay. Clifford the Big Red Dog, Comedy Family, 2021. Here's what it looks like. I kid you not. Oh my gosh. So for those who are listening, it's like Nintendo Pets, but red. <laughs> like And just like 20 times larger than everything else in its path. <laughs> That's what this Clifford movie is going to be. Um, I don't get I don't, excited. Clifford, the big rag dog fans. I hate live action remake movies of things. Most of the time they're terrible. Just putting that out there. Who asked? I, I don't watch them. I only watch like the live action, like Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella. But I, I skipped Lion King because it's too iconic. I skipped Mulan because it's too iconic. I'm sorry. You're not ruining my childhood today. I think, yeah. I remember that coming out and being like, Mulan is maybe my favorite Disney movie. I am not ruining it. It's not happening. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing Clifford. Of all movies you could do, like. For sure, yeah. Um... <laughs> but to piggyback <laughs> off of what we were talking about before with weather and just sort of crazy conspiracy theories also, you found this whole new fandom online that I, I think we should talk about because you found fortune tellers. Like, basically. Can see into the future. Demigods. Very, very, very far into the future. Uh, Let me me first give some background, right? It's not like I just randomly stumbled across this. Um, (laughs) If, for those of you who listened to our previous episode, you might remember me mentioning a hypercane. You may remember that I mentioned a hypercane. I was like, what does Google have to say about a hypercane, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I looked it up and one of the first websites that, was underneath this like hypercane explanation was it's not even a forum it's like a website it's hypothetical events.fandom right <laughs> so basically um i guess it's just like a fandom that kind of is like it's more than just talks about hypothetical events it's like they come up with hypothetical events and then give a whole like background on it in in great detail let me tell you it is yeah. um it's like a wikipedia page kind of 
in terms of details. Right. Except none of this has happened yet. So <laughs> let me give you some of the main trending topics on this like fandom site on hypothetical events wiki, right? So some of the trending articles include 2026 Z virus pandemic, which is apparently a, a pandemic that's going to happen in 2026. Um, Please no. And the disease type is listed as <laughs> zombie outbreak and the treatment type is listed as special vaccines. So <laughs> the disease type is, is zombie outbreak, even a disease type. That sounds fake. I don't know, but it, it does state that the virus killed 2.7 billion people and caused the collapse of world governments. It does not specify which world governments, but just world governments. So, but uh, like popular categories, they have like hypothetical disasters, hypothetical volcanoes, um, just a plethora of things that haven't happened yet. <laughs> but some of them aren't like they haven't happened, like they're going to happen in two years. Some of them are like hundreds of years in the future, right? Right, right. One of the, it's not even an article. Like one of the pages is 2720 Atlantic hurricane season. <laughs> so, um, and it says first storm for, formed on March 16th and it ended December 2nd. And there was a total of 20 storms and a total of 11 hurricanes, but all the damages and fatalities are unknown. So, you know. They haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> I just, who has yeah. the time? Like, I, I don't... don't know. I really want to know who is making these, um, who is that invested in in this. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I just don't really know. It, it's very weird to stumble across something like this and see stuff listed as, like, so far in the future. Don't they have a whole hypercane section on that website? They do. So so let's look at the hypercane section, shall we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me looking for hypercane and passing Western Europe asteroid impact. <laughs> okay. Um love how accurate it is. It's just great. I know. So yeah, it says a hypercane is a hypothetical class of extreme hurricane that could form if the ocean temperatures reach around 50 degrees Celsius, so 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the oceans, the like ocean average temperature is over 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Yes, it says which could form if ocean temperatures reach around 50 degrees Celsius, 122 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 15 degrees Celsius, 27 degrees Fahrenheit, warmer than the warmest ocean temperature ever recorded. It says such an increase could be caused by a large asteroid or comet impact or a large supervolcanic eruption or extensive global warming. Uh, it says there is a there's some speculation that a series of hypercanes resulting from an impact by a large asteroid or comet contributed to the demise of the dinosaurs. This oh 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 here it gives credit to who came up with this right? Oh no okay. The hypothesis was created by Carrie Emanuel of MIT, who also coined the term hypercane. Yeah, I I don't know if you ever want to know more about hypercanes, I guess check out this hypothetical events forum but to be honest with you i found hypercanes one of the like the least concerning things on this wiki page so there's that um it, apparently in 2023 there's going to be a tornado in dallas texas so is water is water wet like yeah okay there's, there's a tornado in texas 
Yeah, Shocking. except this one is a multiple vortex tornado. Well. <laughs> so it's not just a tornado. It says the 2023 Dallas, Texas tornado was a catastrophic EF5 rated multiple vortex tornado, which affected the Dallas-Fort Worth area, primarily Dallas itself. Not them, not them writing this in past tense. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> they also like have a- pictures. I don't know how they have pictures, but okay. From like 4.01 p.m., tornado tracking in Dallas. Um, <laughs> no, I don't understand. Yeah, it's a, it, I don't know. There's also apparently a notable tornado that's going to happen in 2026. There's a lot of things listed on the site. And it concerns me, not because we should necessarily be concerned, but because someone had time to sit here and write all of this. <laughs> as if it's going to happen. And it's very detailed. It's like this many people died on this day. At this time, it touched down. This has how strong it was. It's like, okay. Maybe they're time travelers, right? (laughs) It's back to the future. Exactly. But they're, you know, but they're meteorologists. Like, I don't, I don't know. I have questions. I I don't know because I, I, some of these are like in 2028 super outbreak, right? So it says, was the largest, costliest, and deadliest tornado outbreak ever worldwide. A total of 1,005 tornadoes touched down across 18 U.S. states. I don't know. You know, <laughs> it, it's an interesting thing to stumble across. So I don't even know what it is. It's not really an analysis. It's just like, this is what happened on this. Day. It's like fictitious reports of hurricanes that haven't happened yet. Or not even hurricanes, just like disasters that haven't happened yet. So... I was just like when reading it, the vibe I got was very much like disgruntled weatherman takes LSD and writes articles. Like, okay, sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's it exists. I don't know. It exists. I, Are we going to be concerned about a Z virus outbreak? No. I want to know who came up with it because I'm <laughs> concerned about them. But like, if any yeah. if anyone knows anything about this. I guess let us know because we did not know this existed. Maybe this is something people know exist. I don't really know. I don't think people are just typing hypercane into their Google search engines. So I mean it's concerning, but I, I guess I should like most things in life reap amusement from it and move on. Like if you spend too much time thinking about hypercane's concerning, what are you? No, the notion about? no if we can yes. Oh I, you know <laughs> what you, know, saying, you know what I do? You know what I do? I, I I just sit outside and I just weep loudly. Because I know that the hypercane is coming. It's all I do all day long. Right. One of these years, Jeremy's just going to like give up on everything. And instead of being like, Santa's coming, it's like the hypercane is coming. See, you know, I would be more okay with that. This idea that Santa gives the bad kids coal. Santa should give the bad kids a hypercane. They wouldn't do the bad <laughs> stuff again. Wait. How would that even work? <laughs> he just opens his like bag. Like a personal hypercane? No, he just opens his bag, hypercane, right at the kid. At the kid, are you saying, but like, wouldn't the kid be asleep? Are you saying, like, how does this work? He'd be asleep till he or she'd be asleep till the hypercane came, unless you can sleep through that. Would hit like, well, okay, well, what happens if a household has like a good kid on the good list and then a kid on the like naughty list? What are you gonna do? Like, one gets a hypercane and one gets presents. What if one's wiped out by the hypercane? Santa obviously makes the hypercane to where it doesn't go outside of the four walls of the kid's bedroom. It's a magical. Oh, (laughs) I see what you're saying. Yeah, just to scare the kid a little bit, you know, and then he won't do anything bad anymore. 
what I'm hearing is that Jeremy is promoting that Santa, instead of giving kids coal for Christmas, gives them a tornado hurricane on fire. <laughs> that would send. You would watch a movie about that. I think you'd make me watch a movie about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That. Don't, 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 don't you even say that Mrs. Ice Cream Bunny movie is going to complain about me forced to her to watch things. I'm sorry. <gasps> Wait, maybe that's the lore of the Ice Cream Are Bunny. Are you ever going to let that go? No, I'm not. The Ice Cream Bunny it haunts me to this day. But maybe that's the lore of the Ice Cream Bunny. He provides Santa the <laughs> hypercanes. You know, Santa didn't have any presents in that movie. How would that make sense? Why would he be called the Ice Cream Bunny then? It's a front. It's a hypercane bunny? Is that what you're saying? Wait, what if it were the Energizer Bunny that but it like ran on hypercane power? <laughs> I just have this, like, I envision this ad for like the Energizer Bunny with like the drums and everything, but then just like a hypercane <laughs> in the background and just destroying everything as he just like walks around with his drum. I'm here for Man, that. Man, we are on the tangents today, you know? We are. Well, that's all we have for this week. Um, hopefully you found the conversation from the vault amusing. Um, it was chaotic, as promised, I'm sure. <laughs> but if, you're, if you made this far uh, in the podcast, you sort of know that chaos is sort of uh, to be expected in a lot of our episodes. Um, like promised, I will tell you the movie that we will be reviewing for the next week. It is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, which is a 1988 sort of horror comedy film it's one of our favorites that we've ever watched thus far so highly encourage you to watch that before the episode comes out Uh, we watched it through amazon prime so if you have a subscription there you should be able to watch it there are probably other ways to watch it too but that's just where we viewed it um, together Um, but yeah sorry the episode was a little bit shorter but you know life happens and um hope y'all have a great week So stay safe, and um, we'll see you next week. Alrighty, bye-bye now.